Hello and welcome to episode 269 of the VegGrower podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Now today I am joined by my wife, Amanda, and we're going to discuss about getting your partners on board with your garden plans. Something I think is so important in a relationship is that for everyone to be on the same page or support each other and especially at the moment with the times that we're going through. But firstly, today, what have I been up to? Well, the first thing that I did today was I ran over the ivy that Amanda chopped down yesterday. Yes, I chopped a hell of a lot of this ivy. I attacked it as if, well, as if I had nothing else better to do with my time. That's because you did have nothing else better to do. But there was a lot of ivy that just needed... Well, I ran over it with a lawnmower so it composts down quickly and creates a lot of heat and kills off any weed seeds and that, that sort of thing. So I did that this morning. Then after that, I continued building a potting bench down the bottom of my garden. This is kind of a, a little outdoor potting bench. Normally, I'll be potting up seeds and plants in my potting shed. But it's a bit cramped in there and I'm, I kind of want a bit more space. And also when it's nice and sunny outside, it's nice to be outside. So I was building that. And then after that, I moved the old chicken run away from the bed that is on the veg patch. <laughs> that was quite hard work because that chicken run is quite heavy. But I've got it into the corner of my garden where hopefully I can give it a bit of a tidy up over the next few months before it goes down the allotment. And then after that, I pulled out some cloches that my granddad's old cloches that I inherited a couple of years ago. Placed those on the bed. There's three of them all in a line. And then I sewed into that same bed underneath one of the cloches some carrots, beetroot and radish. Now, whether they germinate and grow in that soil, we don't know. The soil itself is it's quite friable now. I've been adding compost over the years, so I'm hoping it will work. Fingers crossed but we'll find out. The first thing that should grow is the radish, and that should be ready in a few weeks, and then we can harvest those and have those on our tea. So that's what I've been up to today, but what have you been doing in your own allotment and gardens? Please let me know in the comments. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for joining me today. I know this has been the first time you have been on this podcast. Yes. (laughs) 269 episodes. You've been here every time I've pretty much recorded every single one. And you've never made a single appearance, so... Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the desperate times that have got you on here at last? (laughs) I don't know. Um, You asked me to come on and you want to talk about our garden. So I assume I'm part of that then. (laughs) Well, you are are part of the garden. Now, we've always said... I mean, we, we moved into this house nearly five years ago. And we kind of joked that the house was yours, the garden was mine. Yep, we did. I think it's 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 only right that in a relationship we all have to be kind of on the same page. And I've always been into growing my own. And in fact, when we moved together, that was one of the first things I did in your own garden, because you owned the house before I moved in, was I took over the patch of garden and started growing tomatoes and, and things in that. How 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 was that for you, just for me taking it on? Didn't bother me at all. It was one last thing to worry about. So you were all up for that at that time? Yeah. I wasn't using the garden for anything else. So now we've moved into this house and we've got a much larger garden in comparison. And I've got some pretty wild and wacky ideas, and namely being this modern-day victory garden. 
what has been your kind of thoughts on me just doing that with a garden? I don't mind what you do with the garden, but don't take away my willow and don't touch my peonies. What you're referring to there is we've got a willow tree in our garden, which I feel is in the wrong place, but you absolutely love that willow tree. And you've also got a, a few peonies in the garden that you've also loved, and you've always loved peonies. Mm-hmm. And they've got to stay. I've got to take this in on board because I've always said that as much as it's my garden, it's your garden as well. So I have to take on your own thoughts and opinions on that. So they've got to stay. And I think that's important for me to acknowledge you want those. Yes. Same as when I got the chickens and the quail, I had to check with you every time. I'm getting some right dirty looks now. No, it's just you said I would like to get some chickens. I went, that's great can you wait till we come back off holiday? And you went there coming next week, which was about three months before we went on holiday. So not the best time. Yeah, but I still ran it by you before I actually got them. Ish. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I think this is, I mean, we've got a pretty, I think, unusual relationship in some ways in that we actually talk to each other. And I think this is important in the garden because although I have big, big plans... It is your garden as well. And I try and talk to you before I make any big plans, such as this modern day victory garden and converting everything over to be edibles. Which I don't mind. I think the idea is good. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it makes sense, especially in the current situation. Uh, I still don't want to lose the willow, whether it's in the wrong place or not. And obviously the, is it a hazel tree? We've got a twisted hazel tree, yeah. yes. I don't really want to lose that. And I know that you would like to reduce the raspberry bushes. Yeah. Because mm. they're in probably the wrong place for what you want to do something with. But I really like just going out and stuffing my face with the raspberry. <laughs> so the, the raspberry bushes that Amanda's referring to are in the pottage area, which is a bit of a mess, let's be, be honest. And I wanted to thin out, well, I wanted to move the raspberries over to the veg patch area this year. That was my kind of initial intention. So there will still be raspberries growing in the garden, so you can still go out and pop your raspberries into your mouth. (laughs) Um, There just won't be as many, but some of the others will go down the allotment, so we'll still have plenty of raspberries. In the current circumstances that we find ourselves in, the chances are that I'm not going to be removing any of those raspberries down the allotment. I might be moving some of them back to the veg patch as I had originally planned. But that area is probably going to stay. Does does that sit well with you? Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, okay, so 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 we've made a bit of a compromise on that at the moment. Now, you, you also said to me that you also want your own areas that you can go out and get a bit of sun. So I've had to take that on board as well. Oh, yes. But I could probably live with the, the patio if I had to. Yeah, yeah. So down the very back of our garden, we have a patio area which is where I usually keep a lot of my pots and the barbecue area, which is very, very important. And and that's where we get a bit of sun. So you wanted to keep a bit of lawn, and I'm fine with keeping a bit of lawn because I do like doing jobs like lawn mowing and having that patch of lawn is somewhere to work on and things as well. So, And somewhere to mulch the ivy when I attack it again. Yes. that thing just keeps on growing. Well, hopefully the ivy will be gone. But taking that new woods, a patch that you can sit in the sun in, that's also got to be taken into account. So what I'm going through here with this is that I'm, 
I think the, the thing I'm taking away is that by us talking to each other about our plans, you're on board with it. More or less, yes. More or less. Well, you never entirely stick to the plans that you say, so I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of wiggle room that we need to negotiate on. Okay, give me an example. We just did that with the raspberries. Okay, but there was a bit of compromising going on there. Yeah, so we'll see, because your original plan was that the garden would be 100% edible and that the willow was going. Yes. So we'll see how these plans progress as you go forward. Right. Because where is my meadow? Well, your meadow will be under the apple tree in what is now the pottinger area. That was the plan. I don't know what a pottinger area is. Um, it's where the raspberries are, and the elder tree, and the mock orange trees. Okay. You mean the bit to the left? Bit to the left. Right. Yeah. I'm sure everybody perfectly understands the bit to the left, because <laughs> they know my garden. <laughs> yes. So with all that taken on board, let's say there's couples out there that one wants to turn the garden over to a veg patch, the other doesn't. What, what do you think? Well, let's put ourselves in that position. How would we go about that? I suppose that would be the conversation about the front garden. Okay. Because I've suggested what I would like and it's never happened. Okay, what what's this thing with a front garden? Well, it's not particularly user-friendly. Right. I think there needs to be a bigger thing of lavender. I'd like... A bigger thing of lavender. A bigger pot Sorry. of lavender. <laughs> yeah, I'd like a proper pot of lavender because I think ours is pretty dead right okay i'd like something we have this corner patch of concrete i don't know why it's there we didn't put it there but i think there should be something on that that is edible or something in a pot um i have said to you that i would like narrow trucks on stilts yeah are they trucks Yes, garden trucks, yes. Yeah, on stilts. So we could plant, I don't know, maybe, for example, salad leaves in it that you can just pluck up and eat. Just We have a lot of space that I don't think is used particularly well. No. I mean, our front garden is where we park both our vehicles. Now, you have a car, I have the work van, and that takes up a lot of the space out the front. There are also trees out there that we don't need. Well, there's some privet trees out there which I kind of it's not that I like them they they afford us a bit of privacy from people looking into our front rooms but I'm happy for all the privet trees to grow and then we can put apple trees or something around there I would agree with that excellent so we, we're compromising we're making progress yes um, I mean I, I do think the principal thing with the front garden is that it's for parking our vehicles oh yeah but I think we could make a little bit more of it yeah, so we've got apple trees or fruit trees going in place of the privet bushes. Uh, you want more lavender and you want some raised trucks. Yeah, I just think it would be nice to have some more nice plants that smell. Not necessarily, they don't necessarily have to be flowers. Right. Um, they could be herbs or something. So that when you come to the door, it's more, not atmospheric. Av- Fragrant. Yes, I want to say aromatic is what right. I mean okay. so it's more aromatic Okay. because I don't want to get rid of the tree in front of the door Okay. that will be one hell of a job yes yeah, so we've got some I don't know what a tree is we step out a front door and it's a lollipop <laughs> shape it's, yes. it's, it's 
pretty tall as well. It's probably 10 foot tall. Although I liked that tree when we first moved in because I thought it looked quite attractive. Whereas now, I have to admit, I can see it going. But I don't think it helps because we know why the tree was put there. Yes, the people who owned our house before put it so the person opposite who they had fallen out with couldn't see who was coming to the door, which... Kind of puts a negative spin on a tree. Yes, yes. Well, it does for me because trees to me aren't negative. Okay, that's a bit of a... Uh, I'm going to stop what I'm saying right now. Well, no, when you think of a tree, you you think about people who do forest bathing and things. You think of it as a positive experience being in nature. I don't think of a tree being in front of your door as something like a barrier. I don't think of it like that. Right, okay, I'm with you on that. Okay, that makes sense, what you're saying. Yeah, whereas when you hear someone's put it there to block someone so they can't see you, it, I don't know, it just has a negative connotation. Okay. So if we were going to remove the tree, we need to still keep trees, like you say, apple trees, which are important to us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, apple trees are important to us because when we got married, our theme for the whole wedding was apples. Green we, apples. Green apples. We, we have quite a few apple trees that we actually used on our wedding day still. And every time we think of an apple tree, it's because of our wedding day in some ways as well. So, yeah. That's um, quite a, a good thing. We'll keep getting apple trees out the front then. I like that. Okay, excellent. So, so we're making, we're making a lot of progress. We're having this conversation to try and keep both sides happy and both do what we want. Is it working? Yes. I mean, marriage is about compromise. Generally, I would have thought yeah. when you live with someone. And to be honest, if one person really wants to turn some of their garden into a vegetable plot. I don't personally see the problem because it means they've got a hobby, it means they're out in the fresh air, they're doing something they want to do and normally you should get food from it at the end of it and it's nice to then eat something that someone's actually produced that you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think some people might find veg patches to be a bit ugly. You're not that bothered by that sort of thing, are you? No, I like a bit of chaos in my garden. I like cottagey gardens that are a little bit chaotic. Excellent. Well, I guess what I'm taking away, I mean, we're not marriage counsellors at all, but we've just had a a kind of discussion about like what we did with a front garden that we've kind of said what we want and we came up with a compromise to keep both sides happy. And I think that applies if you want to turn your garden into a bit of a veg patch. Yeah, you don't have to turn the entire garden into a veg patch. Sometimes it's probably best to start small because maybe your other half might think that actually you're not going to follow through and will get bored and then sometimes if you start too big it's overwhelming yeah yeah that's very true actually big plots can be a lot of work and start small and do what you can okay well thank you so much for joining me in this amanda it's been um enlightening to go through a conversation and have uh, a few plans so uh, thank you so much you're welcome will we get you on again I think that would depend if people want me to be on again, because I don't want people to think that I'm jumping on the bandwagon. (laughs) No, not at all. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you've got any thoughts or comments, then you can leave a comment on the website, thevegrowerpodcast.co.uk, or you can email me, richard at thevegrowerpodcast.co.uk, or you can find me on social, just search for The Veg Podcast. But for today, please take care, and I'll see you again next time.